Wee-wee-wee-wee-wee. <laughs> what, we're doing the test. Oh, is this the test? Yeah. I thought you decided to just ignore what we just said and <laughs> just dive into doing your own thing. <laughs> what do we say? We're going to go, it's part two. Oh, well now I can't use this as the blooper. You can. Just cut it off before you say it. Well, what do we say? You know what would be funny? If, if I let it in <laughs> and then they still have to deal with it. Oh, God. <laughs> Hey! Hey! If you like this content, please subscribe. You can leave a comment. Like it. We're also on Anchor. We're on Anchor. Both of our podcasts are on Anchor. So if you're on the go and you want to listen instead of having to watch YouTube, you can find us there. It also works on Spotify as well. Yep. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> it's part two! <laughs> you did that last time. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's fun. It's uh, part two. This is part two. We had too much uh, to talk about. Uh, last time, so we're here again now to talk about the rest of it. But don't ask me what we talked about last time. Nah, too much. If you want to know, you got to go back then. Do that two days ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so leaving off, or picking up where we left off. Yep. Or leaving off where we packed up. No. I guess that's a quitter. <laughs> SNL, uh, Pete Davidson, Kate McKinnon, AD Bryant, and Kyle Mooney. Yep. All what aluminized now like they've been there for a long time all yeah. of them they're all leaving they're yeah. all retiring it's it's gonna be a new generation now it's happening it's finally happening the next step of snl i suppose <laughs> these are kind of fun and exciting moments for snl mm -hmm. because you're losing your rocks right the ones that always do like some sort of key role in their skits and whatever they're the, they're the big guys right so you know people will come back every week to watch them. Mm -hmm. You know, Pete Davidson has really blown up a lot. Yes. Um, and when you lose that, they scramble to find new ones. Mm -hmm. But that also opens up the door to allow the new ones to show up and shine. Yeah, it's true. And uh, it's, you, you come up with, you know, Will Ferrell. Um, uh, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Uh, lots of them. Bill Hader, was it Bill he? Hader? Yeah. Trying to think of the one before Will Ferrell's time. Uh, there's Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Yep, yep. Eddie Murphy. Yay, well, yes. Well, a little bit. <laughs> he was there for like a couple seasons. He got really famous really quickly, though. Yeah, he got really famous. He didn't need to stick around. <laughs> but no, and now we get to have an opportunity to find out who's the next big one. Yeah. I'm curious, because I've actually been noticing a decline in SNL fame. Mm -hmm. You know, because all these names that we just listed, they're huge, but they were a, a while ago. I can't think of anyone from, like, more recent SNL, except for maybe Kate McKinnon. It's the ones who did all the political sketches, like uh, Kate McKinnon famously doing Hillary Clinton, and uh, things like that. So uh, Rudy Giuliani. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> she plays a demon form of him. <laughs> With a possum tail. Oh, God, it's creepy. <laughs> and, uh... But, yeah, so, but Kate McKinnon hasn't really had any big hits outside of SNL. She's done things. She's dabbled here and there. She mm -hmm. was in, uh... Oh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> that's actually a really bad example. She's gonna be in the new Tiger King movie series, whatever. She's gonna play uh, Carol Baskins. Oh, I was like, what anime is the Tiger King? <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that crazy nut job. Yeah, that, that was a whole, that was the beginning of the Hey, here's my theory about what got, went on right there. With, between, uh, the Tiger King oh, and is, Carol Baskin. Is this our, our, our Tiger King hot take two years after it's happened? 
Okay, yeah. <laughs> Arguably, the podcast wasn't around during then. Mm-hmm. But my theory, because things are still yet to be explained, I think Carol wanted to off her husband. Okay. And she knew that Joe was just crazy enough to do it. But something went wrong because they disposed him. Mm-hmm. They can't find him. He's gone. Yeah. Right? But something went wrong between him and her that stirred this feud. Yeah. And she knew him because she was working in the same industry as him. I'm going to guess something money-related. Yes, I think it's money-related, but they can't say anything because they both go to jail. Maybe. Or he had to get put into witness protection. And he's out there somewhere. (laughs) That could be it, too. But I I think those two are mad at each other because at one point they were really close. Yeah, wasn't it? Didn't they date or something? No, he's gay. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Yeah, he had two husbands at the same time. I thought he was bi. Eh, maybe she wanted him, but he's gay. So she couldn't. (laughs) That's what it was about. It was a love affair. I know he prefers penises. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that was just my theory. I could be totally wrong. Um, That's just the way I interpreted it. Because it it just doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. She's gonna, Kate McKinnon's gonna play in there. Uh, yep. I think that already started, didn't it? I have no idea. It's on um, uh, Paramount. That was Peacock. Uh, which one don't we have? Both. I thought we had one of them. No. It might be Peacock. <laughs> At one point we had both of them, and then I got rid of them. Because there's nothing on there. <laughs> yeah. It's the same one that has um, uh, Fresh Prince of, the, the remake of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which I think is just called Bel-Air. Yeah. That should be Peacock. Yeah, so, there you go. <laughs> uh, Aidy Bryant has her own show on Hulu. Yeah. I don't know how well that's going. Uh, Kyle Mooney, not doing much, actually. He's a, he's a voice actor. Yeah, he, he does stuff. Uh, honestly, he hasn't been in a lot of SNL skits for a while now. Mm-hmm. Like, they keep making jokes in the skits that so he's barely there. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, can't wait for the... Because the season just ended, right? Yeah, it just ended last Saturday. And uh, I'll be honest, I wasn't too jazzed about this season. Like, it's fine, but it's kind of, like, samey as the last three seasons. So now I'm actually kind of excited to see what's going to happen moving forward. Yeah, can they change the comedy? Because right now we know the comedy. We see the punchlines. It gets boring. Yeah, who's going to step up? I'm expecting uh, Chris Red to really take a, a big role. Because I like Chris Red already. I figured Chris Red would have been in this list. Honestly, yeah. Uh, what's her uh, the, the other one? There you go. No, but she's really good too. It's a another lady, uh, Cecily Strong. Oh, Cecily. She does all kinds of stuff, and I figured she could have retired by now, or at least SNL retire. Hmm. Some people like working there. Yeah, sure. Like, like Keenan's gonna stay there forever. <laughs> well, the fun thing about Keenan is, he just doesn't really care to progress. He's done it all. He's done everything, and he does have a show, technically. Yeah. But he was he was he with was a, Chris Red. Yes. <laughs> but he was a Nicktoon star, and God, that was my favorite show. That was my favorite live action show growing up. Was oh, Keenan. what's that movie? Good Burger. Is it good? Welcome to Good Burger. I don't know. I never watched it. <laughs> I just know that part. <laughs> I know. Kids from my generation watched it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a Nickelodeon kid. I'm a Cartoon Network kid and Disney Channel kid. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Cartoon Network definitely had the best options. It does. Nickelodeon, not really. 
Hey Arnold is trash. I don't know if I've ever said that. It's a very I can't I it, it's your biggest flaw as a human, the way you trash on Hey Arnold. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> the longest time I thought that was a skirt, not a jacket. Uh, the architecture is a little <coughs> unique. The one thing Nickelodeon really has going for it, Avatar, Last Airbender. That's a little later though. It, yes, but it's like I like always... this is like a, almost another generation later from. Keenan Thompson's. Yes. Because oh. he was just before Amanda. Oh, God. I hated the Amanda Bynes show. And then you get introduced to Drake and Josh. And then, yeah, iCarly and Snowballs. Well, iCarly's, like, way, way after yeah. Avatar. Also, did That's not like iCarly. iCarly's bad. <laughs> like, Spencer was fun, and that was it. Everyone else I hated. Now, every time I start up a, an episode of Korra to review it, it does the Nickelodeon logo. Have you ever heard that crazy theory that Spencer is actually the crazy... He's played by the same guy from Drake and Josh, but he's the crazy guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that he saw their sister and decided to abduct her and then brainwash her. I have heard that theory. That's all secretly connected somehow. Yeah. Uh, I don't subscribe to that theory. Me either. I just <laughs> wanted to bring up some bad shit. But people, people are pretty cray-cray. They get bored. There, mm-hmm. man, there is always some sort of crazy, like secretly dark fan theory out there like did you ever see the one about uh all of the rugrats are secretly dead yep yep that one was that one was big for a while there a lot of the dead theory because you get to uh ed ned and eddie and they're all spirits of children stuck in the cul-de-sac yeah they're, they're all in purgatory or hell or they're something they're in purgatory and that's why you never see any parents and that's why they all seem like they're from different uh, eras eras but what it really is is just cultures <laughs> What do you mean? Plank is pretty insane. I guess. <laughs> to get a plank of wood and color on it and carry it around like that's your toy? I totally get that. Why don't you just carry a toy? I mean, you could, but wasn't the thing was he was too poor? To... Oh. Wasn't Jimmy too poor? That was his name, right? Jimmy? I think so. The kid with the giant, like, retainer? Yep. Like when, like, uh, you had head braces? Mm-hmm. Or... God. Damn. <laughs> I'm glad I missed that. <laughs> How do you sleep? You, uncomfortably. <laughs> For years? Yeah, you have to sleep on your back. And there's no way around it. Which is why they got rid of that technology. Well, yeah, things can get caught in it. Mm-hmm. What happens if a bird lands on you? Uh, <laughs> there's not much you can do. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. Metal detectors are ass. <laughs> well, there weren't as many problems with metal back then. No, no, yeah, every single show in video game. Had a, and it was secretly dead, the creepypastas. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> oh man, creepypastas. I'm glad we're over. God, I used to, I was so into them, and I was reading a bunch, and I was like, all oh, these suck. They're all the same. Like, it's just like, I found this old copy of Super Mario 64, a classic from my childhood, but it looked weird, and the guy was sketchy. I got home, and suddenly the screen was bleeding, and I tried to turn the game off, but I couldn't, so I guess I'll just keep playing. And it's just like, Stop. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that whole subgenre of video game creepypastas, mm-hmm. which I found a secret level, right? And then there's a very similar subgenre of missing episodes or lost episodes. Oh my god, yep. All that. If it was... Okay, the, the distinct ones I remember, Pokemon loved Unknown, because Unknown can spell things like death, kill murder things like that mm-hmm. and then 
for the episodes one, they really liked throwing around the word hyper-realistic. It was like, the missing episode of Spongebob, where you see Spongebob and he's crying and Squidward's sitting there, but Squidward has hyper-realistic bloodshot eyes that are bleeding. And it's like, what is hyper-realistic? <laughs> it's like, it's like realistic, but uh, hyper. Yeah. I, I guess. <laughs> I guess really intense uh, details. I suppose. Which is something Spongebob already does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was stupid. I'm glad we're past the creepypastas. I, I think we've uh, ex- like excelled in the horror of internet horror. <laughs> I think uh, when it came to Slenderman, we had pushed it too far. Oh, man, Slenderman. Not even scary. Marble Hornets. Interesting. Slenderman? Not scary. The moment he became a pony in My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, he lost all forms of horror. He's in My Little Pony? Yeah, there's an episode where Pinkie Pie and Applejack are in the woods because Pinkie Pie thinks they might be related because all Earth ponies gotta be related, right? That's not racist. And they're going through the woods to get to Grandma's house and there's a part where they're moving and if you look in the background you can see Slender Pony (laughs) in the background. Wow. Yep. (laughs) Hey, it's a helicopter. Wow. Or a I guess they are looking for me. Or I think it's an airplane, actually. Uh. <laughs> Good joke, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're moving on. This was asked by... Stereotype Gamer. And what they asked was, Critter really needs to explain the difference between Snacks and Pedro Pascal. So yes. give some background to this. So we were talking about Moon Knight when it was coming out, and I described Jason Isaac as a snack. And then I described Pedro Pascal as something different. So let me explain myself. Jason Isaac? Is that not his name? Oscar Isaac? Oscar Isaac. Did I say Jason Isaac? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jason Isaac's a totally different actor. I meant Oscar Isaac, sorry. I was so focused on that. I'm the- pretty sure Jason Isaac <laughs> is the actor for... Uh, Malfoy's dad. That's Oscar. No, wait. Dumb, dumb. What's? Huh. Anyway, All I was clicking is me looking up something. <laughs> I was like, uh, so let me explain what's the difference between a snack and Pedro Pascal. Snacks are cute. Snacks are real cute. I was right. Nice. <laughs> Jason Isaac is not a snack. He's in the same category as Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal is not a snack. You he's... said Jason again. Yes, Jason I- Isaac is oh. not a snack. Oscar Isaac is a snack. The difference is snacks are cute. And they seem cute. The alternative is hot. If you're hot and sexy, you're not a snack. Mm. To me, at least. That is how I have categorized the snack to non-snack people uh, in my life, at least. (laughs) You are not a snack. I'm lesser than? (laughs) (laughs) No. I know where you're going to go. I don't believe it. Anyways. I think you're super hot. What do you think I love you? You're super hot. (laughs) Please don't do this to me on my podcast. (laughs) The compliments. No. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So you explained it and now we all understand. Right? Sorry about the Jason Isaac. (laughs) This is snack 101. (laughs) So... People have been playing this game, Smash or Pass. Yes. And I wanted to play it with you really quickly because you made the difference between snack and something that's hot. Right? Yes. Okay. If they're a snack... They are... A pass? Yes. They're not smashable yet. They have smash potential. But they're nice to look at. Okay. Yes. So here we go. All right. 
Smash, hot, pass, snack, or other than. Yeah. So, here we go. Right. I was not expecting this. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, you have this, like, mischievous, <laughs> giddy look in your eye because <laughs> you pulled this list out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I had this one planned. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Pass. Oscar Isaac. Pass. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt. Which one's Chris Pratt? Star-Lord. Pass. There's too many Chris's. There's too many Chris's. Garfield. (laughs) I'm sorry. That Jurassic World guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chris Evans. Chris Evans? Smash. (laughs) Tom Holland. Pass. Big pass. Jake Gyllenhaal. Smash. Tom Cruise. Pass. Pedro Pascal. Smash. Henry Cavill. Smash. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks? No. Big pass. That's just dad. That's grandpa. Zach Efron. Smash. Ethan Hawke. Pass. Tom Selleck. Pass. Christian Bale. Huh. Okay. Um... So the, can I, I'm going to put an asterisk on Christian Bale because it depends which version of Christian Bale we're talking about. <laughs> I understand that. Is he like the malnourished, twee British man? Is it pass? Is he like Batman or um, Patrick the Bayman. Prestige? Yeah, that's a smash. <laughs> okay. So it depends which version of Patrick we're talking about. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Smash. <laughs> Tom Brady. Big pass. <laughs> and that was my smasher pass list of Toms. <laughs> That's why Tom Hanks is in there. Oh. <laughs> and Tom Selleck. I was like, Tom Hanks is a weird one. I figured Tom Selleck because we're watching Friends. <laughs> oh, nice. I was building out the list and I was like, hold on. I have a gag that I do. We could do, we could do more Toms. <laughs> more Toms in our life. We just keep putting more Toms in there. It's funny. People usually do Pokemon for Smash or Pass. At least that's how it got popular. Markiplier did it. Yeah. I would never, because I only have one Pokemon I would smash, and everything else is a pass. Okay. You're not going to tell us? It's Machamp, because it looks like a human man. <laughs> I am not attracted to animals and plants and inanimate objects. I'm attracted to human men. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that because I'm not attracted to Pokemon. I just think they look cool. Or dumb. Cool or dumb is a category. <laughs> Only the two. <laughs> well, if you're a penguin with a giant ice cube for a head, you're dumb. Big dumb. Stupid. <laughs> I hate ice cube. We already talked about Velma in the last one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 25 years of Final Fantasy VII. Announcements to be made next month. Ooh, Huge boy. speculation on Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. F F F Seven R Two. Um, it would be R E Two. I thought it was just R Two. D Two. Leave. <laughs> I just dive through the window. <laughs> um, I'm excited. I hope that we do get a release date for that one. Hell yeah, we gotta like um finish. Finish it. We're on the final boss, right? Second to final. God. Sucks. Ugh. This is why I like turn-based RPGs. It is a turn-based RPG. This is not a turn-based RPG. Yeah. You kind of like run around and shit. Yeah, you run around and start selecting through your sub-menus. <laughs> I hate that. That's what, that was the biggest downside to Kingdom Hearts. Other than the monstro level. <laughs> 
terrible. <laughs> you do the same thing, run through and try to set out your commands? Yeah, like, yeah. Yes, and it's bad. And I don't like it. It's bad game design. <laughs> and yep. Final Fantasy keeps using it. Oh, uh, Square Enix. Yes. Um, I'm excited. I don't know if they will. I hope they do. They might announce some other stuff because Final Fantasy IX is getting an animated series that will be revealed in a trailer this week. Oh boy. There's also rumors of a remake. Hell yes. Nine, fun fact, nine is Allison's favorite Final Fantasy game. Nice. Nine, I'm, I'm, re I'm excited. I want this one. <laughs> I want an animated because it has a really heartfelt story. I don't know much of it, but what I do know is very sad and heartfelt. Okay. I know people like this one. It's got great characters. I don't remember the main guy's name, but he's based off Sun Wukong, because everyone is. <laughs> Pretty popular character. Uh, there's also Vivi in this one, which, which everyone loves. Vivi, you can't, like, you can't deny. She the one with the big, like, fox ears? Uh, Vivi is, he looks like a shadow with a really tall blue coat and a big yellow, like, witch-like hat. Uh, you don't see, they don't have faces. They're just shadow people. Okay. It's also got a um, Burgermeister Meister Burger? Maybe. No. I might be wrong. <laughs> there was another one who had a wacky name. <laughs> I saw something interesting, but I didn't click on it. But it was that the Final Fantasy XV that we got yeah. was actually the second version of it. What? 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 what, what? They were building another one, but it didn't work out. Dang. Isn't that crazy? It, yeah. I mean, like, the Resident Evil 4 we have. Mm -hmm. It's actually like the fourth rendition of it. It's when like uh, like you think about things like that, like something either had to get entirely scrapped or something went wrong. Like that really great story when they were working on um, Toy Story Two. Yeah. And how their computer basically like their their entire software like exploded, but and it killed all the movie. But one of the workers was she she had a computer at home because she was uh, she had maternity leave. Yeah, maternity leave. And she had it all backed up on that computer. So they go to her house, and they pick up the computer, and they gen gently place it in the car, put pillows and blankets all around carry it. Carry it in like you carry a king on his like like lofted chair thing. <laughs> yeah, they, they put it up, and everyone's standing around watching them as they're bringing in the computer <laughs> so they can get the backup software. And they saved the movie. They, they actually did. did. Like, we, we might have not gotten Toy Story 2. Pixar might not have been the thing it is today. It's, that's not even just the craziest part of it. Mm -hmm. I think the craziest part is Disney was like, yeah, so the first one was good, so do a uh, animated, hand-drawn animated sequel. Yeah. And, then... and so they're sitting down writing this story, and then they fall in love with the story. Uh -huh. Which is the story that we have, right? Yes. And they go to Disney and they go, we're not going to hand draw this. It wouldn't. It, it wouldn't. We're going to computer animate it. It's, and they're like, okay. Like, what What book? Where, where, we got this from a book. What book was that? Do you remember what it was called? Uh, no. It's something we had to, well, I had to read in college. Like the Pixar story or something like that? It was, it was phenomenal. We listened to an audio book of it. And I, even though I didn't need to listen to it, because I didn't have the class, I was gripped the entire time. Creativity, Inc. Overcoming un unseen forces that stand in the way of true inspiration. The whole thing. Really fascinating. Super cool. Listen to it if you can. Uh, you might want to check YouTube. 
Yeah, it's on there. <laughs> secret, secret, don't tell. Secret. <laughs> uh, no, it tells some great stories. So Disney agrees to make it CGI. <coughs> they come in a couple months later, and they're expecting this was their plan. To look at it go, this is shit, even though they said do it. Yeah, they wanted to veto it. They wanted to kill it, right? Yeah. So they show them what they got. And they went, oh my god. <laughs> We're going to make this a theatrical release. And it still took Disney decades until they finally dipped their toes in the 3D world. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's a really cool story. It doesn't just tell the story of, of uh, Toy Story 2. It tells it all the way to Up and Wally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Wally was the last one they had planned up from that initial meeting that they yes, had. Yes, yes. Which, really Which you cool. you tell. <laughs> well, what, it's like six guys mm -hmm. sit down, decide they're going to create this company, and they go, if we're going to tell long stories, let's think of something creative. So, one draws toys, one draws bugs, one draws cars, one, one draws, draws monsters. Monsters. One, the last one they... They, they do all these kinds of things, fish, whatever, all these stuff. And the last one they drew was this little robot. Little square robot, yep. And, uh, and it's, it's a really cool story. Yeah. I, I mean, like the story of Pixar. That's how it begins. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's a really cool story. Sadly, Pixar, I think, has dropped off. Yeah, what did they just do? Turning red. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's fun. I guess I'm just tired of people. Like, they keep doing people stories of humanoids. And that's fine and all, and like apparently everyone says that Turning Red was good, we haven't seen it yet, so I won't judge it, but I don't know, I kind of like the abstract, like, oh, bugs, monsters, you know, whatever, not just people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally don't blame you. Uh, they're doing Buzz Lightyear, that comes out pretty quick here. I know, I have zero interest in Buzz Lightyear, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's got Chris Evans, who you just claimed we'd smash. Chris Evans is smash, well Buzz Lightyear isn't. <laughs> okay. Um, in the video game world, EA is thinking of a merger with NBC Universal. They're also holding potential uh, talks of acquisition with Disney, Apple, other companies. I'm guessing Warner is in there. Right. Kind of weird because something's happening in the video game world where these big companies are trying to consolidate. Yes. Like, they, there's a shift going on right now. Uh, yeah, there's an. It used to be about content. Mm -hmm. I think it still has a little bit to do with it. But I think, like, Bethesda being part of Microsoft, Bethesda now cannot die. Yes. It's not so much about content, it's about exclusives nowadays. I think it's just exclusives. I think for these video game companies mm -hmm. who could spend millions and years into a game and it flops. Yeah. Well, and like, so if you get, you know, a big umbrella company to buy you in. Yeah. Right? Say like Disney, it, you're not going to die until they decide to axe you. But True. I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> you're always going to have their budget. Something's happening. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. There's this weird stuff. Stuff isn't happening. What's really weird is there's this like uneasy feeling inside of me that Nintendo's working on their next thing, and I'm like, but the Switch is so young. And then I remember now it's like five years old or some shit. But it's like the Switch is still so young. But everyone makes fun of the graphics and like the the fact that it has ass frame rate. <laughs> I'd be surprised if we saw a new update to the Switch this 
holiday. Well, we just got, what's the new one? OLED? Yeah, the OLED. Like, I, I don't think, Nintendo's always slow to the races. <laughs> I don't think it'll be this year or next year, but maybe the year after. I think they'll finally have to bite the bullet and start doing something. Yeah, uh, I can't see Sony or Xbox moving on. Not for a while. Not, no. Fucking people still can't get PS5s. <laughs> get a PS5, loser. <laughs> what? Just, where did you, how much did you have to pay to get yours? A thousand. Yeah. And I got another controller. Good. <laughs> it was worth it, I would say. It is, because now I have it and I don't have to worry about this. Yeah. You I've still never seen one in the store. Yeah, which is insane. <laughs> And every time I see it, it's not like asking an employee for help. It's like out of stock. Mm -hmm. So it's like, damn. Sucks for you guys, but uh, they're really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Great graphics, runs super fast, loads instantly. It's got uh, Resident Evil Village, which is all you really need. Well, <laughs> that's on the PS4 also. <sighs> I can't wait for that DLC. I hope we get announcements sometime this summer. Summer? I mean, it's coming. You know, now that you're talking about Resident Evil... I was reading there are a lot of rumors about a Silent Hill remake. Yeah. And that there's like three companies working on three different ones. That's weird. So I don't know where to go with that. Because last time they were like, here's a Silent Hill remake. And it was a game called Abandon. Mm. Which still hasn't been released. But they've claimed and even now they've like officially announced it. Like, this is not Silent Hill. Here's the thing. Like, it, it, E3 is not happening this year, but it's still E3 season. And this is the time for rampant rumors. The rumor mill is going off the walls. This is when we're going to start spitting out random things like, like leaked Pokemon from Sword and Shield that are just fake. But, you know, oh, but maybe. And just all these random leaks and rumors are going to start coming out. And now it's the thing where it's like, I don't know. There's not much I can believe until I see proof. Because the announcements are just around the corner. The one that bummed me out the most was that Tom Cruise was going to be Iron Man Superior. Yeah. I really wanted to see that. I did too. You know what bummed me out the most? That pineapple oddish. Yeah. Oh, someone did a fake on thing with a pineapple variant of oddish. And I fell in love and it's fake. And they've like admitted that it's fake. Like, the artist has come out and be like, no, guys, it's it's, it's not. And I just, oh, it breaks my heart. Because, damn, I want that. <laughs> One little pineapple odd boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we all fall for them, right? Okay, mm. there's a new image of Gotham Knights. Yeah. Wait. There sure is. <laughs> I am not talking about the video game. That video game is coming pretty soon. Um, is it? Yeah, it's supposed to drop this year. Really? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um... There's some gameplay footage. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about what they're doing to it. You can pre-order it. I haven't been really paying attention to it. No. Um. But maybe maybe when we get closer to it, I'll talk about it. We're uh, but we're talking about the uh, the C is C W show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. We mentioned it one or two weeks ago. It's about uh Robin teaming up with. We don't know if it's Robin. One of the... Allegedly. Allegedly Robin teaming up with the the children of famous Batman villains to, I don't know, save the day or whatever. Um, Discover the reason why Batman's dead. So, um, okay, what's your thoughts on the image? <laughs> There's nothing to judge. 
It's just kids standing in a superimposed hallway. Honestly, you can't. Alleyway. You can't even guess what, like, their powers are or like who their parents are. They're just wearing regular street clothes. There's just one bitch wearing a long green coat, and I looked at her and I said, "Riddler." And you looked at her and you said, "Poison Ivy." So mm-hmm. it's it's so completely unclear, <laughs> which I think is really really bad marketing. Honestly. Maybe they did that to give it a face? Maybe. I don't know. With that premise, that's what you want to lean into. And maybe that's the big surprise of revealing who's who. Maybe. Maybe Green Bitch it has nothing to do with anyone who does green stuff. And it's like, uh, Frozen. Fro- fucking, I- fucking kill me. I- what are you trying to say? Ice? Ice. Iceman? What is his name? M- Mr. Freeze? Is that his name? Who's the guy who does ice shit with Batman? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Maybe the girl wearing a green coat is Mr. Freeze's daughter. Because she's chilly. And that was the surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's spring. <laughs> <coughs> Madam Summer or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, It's a, it seems almost like a waste to put out that picture. Mm-hmm. It sold me like nothing. It no. made me even go, oh, God. Uh, the premise still intrigues me, but I, uh... It's definitely still a CW show. Yeah, thanks, Sabrina. <laughs> oh. So, movie's coming out this Friday. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Some people are really loving it. Some people really like wearing those rose-tinted glasses. They're cool. They're not. <laughs> what if I bought a pair? I think you, you would probably look fine. Yes! <laughs> I think it's a lot of just nostalgia. With this one. They were just obsessed. They liked the original, so they're gonna like this. We all do it. That's what I think it is. <laughs> I, uh, I will watch it, but not in theaters. God, no. I hope it's as obnoxious with its soundtrack and really, really terrible protagonist. With a bad, bad sexist behavior. <laughs> I think they probably would have ripped all that stuff out. Well, I would hope. <laughs> um, another one is the Bob's Burgers movie. Yep. I'm surprised it took this long for them to get a movie. Not many adult animations get movies. I think it's more common. I don't know. Did Family Guy? They've gotten several movies, right? They've gotten specials. They've gotten specials. They don't have a movie. Simpsons has a movie. One movie. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. Whatever. South Park. One movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, American Dad, no movie. Nope. What's another famous one? King of the Hill, no movie. Rick and Morty, no movie. <laughs> Which you would definitely think they would have one by now. I guess not. Bob's Burgers, though. Whoa. Futurama had four movies. Did it? Four or three movies at the end of its run. Really? And then they were so successful, they were able to restart the show. Fuck. And so the movies just become episodes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Futurama's that popular? Yeah. Damn. Uh... Something like that. It's not adult animation, but Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, years later, we got uh, uh, like the Battle Super. of the Gods. Yeah. And uh, Resurrection of F. Mm-hmm. And they proved to be so popular, we ended up with Dragon Ball Super. Isn't that funny? When something is meant to be the swan song, and it just puts new life in the series. Yeah. Like uh, Fire Emblem Awakening was supposed to be the last Fire Emblem game, because no one was buying it. They weren't putting them out in America. They weren't doing English releases until years later. 
So they had terrible numbers and stuff, and no one was buying these games, so they did this last one, and then it just skyrocketed in popularity. And they're like, more Fire Emblem! More! Do it now! <laughs> I don't like Fire Emblem. You, you didn't read any of the instructions and played on Hard Mode Classic. <laughs> I should be able to play it, right? No! It's a game of no, strategy! No, I think I should be allowed to play it. <laughs> I should be allowed to easily play it. It no. shouldn't cause me any problems. You didn't know how archers worked. You ran your archer right next to someone, and I was like, what's wrong? Are you really gonna say this shit to me right now? Yes! Didn't you just do this the other day? With what? With your archer? Yeah. And complain about it? I mean, I fucked up. I didn't run them right next to the guy. For a person who's been playing for years... Attacking a novice for making a rookie mistake and then you doing it yourself? Yeah, I've been playing for Hypocrisy. years. Hypocrisy. And I still don't play on hard classic mode. Liar. <laughs> you also refuse Li to read. Liar. <laughs> I don't need to read. I should be able to understand. Yeah, sure. Just like chess. <laughs> you just do whatever you want with those pieces. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Bob's Burgers movie. I don't even know how to say that correctly. I don't think it's going to be good, but I just don't like the show itself. I, it's not for us. We're not going <laughs> to... We don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. Uh, Prehistoric Planet on Apple TV Plus Hell? premiered Monday. Yeah. One episode all the way through Friday. Mm -hmm. It's Wednesday, so we should be on episode three. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, What's I'm... your thoughts on the first two episodes? Oh, I love it. I just... I love dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs. Really fun. I love dinosaurs. Just do it. And this is exactly what I want. I don't care about like human people go around fight dinos. Blah 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 blah. I don't give a shit. I just this is exactly what I want. Just dinos doing dino things in Dino Land. <laughs> this is exactly what I want. I hope they do another season. <laughs> the first episode begins with a large male T Rex and his brew. Brood. Brood. Yeah. Which is what they're calling their younglings. Uh huh. And he's swimming across this, like, stretch of sea to get to an island. Yeah. So his young can learn to eat and become real T-Rexes. And his life's super easy there. He's the king on the land. Yeah, he immediately found a giant dead tortoise to eat. <laughs> yeah, Gigantus tortoise. Or, so. yeah, it, it has a really stupid name. The thing weighed like two tons, they said, and it, the T-Rex uses its head to flip it over to uh -huh. expose the stomach. Um, the first episode's all about water creatures. Yes. Which I was expecting way scarier ones. But uh, the ones we focus on is, and I've been thinking about it ever since I saw it. Yeah. Every day I think about this thing. Really? Tortugasaurus. Yeah. Which, it sounds like turtle. Yeah, but not... It's a, it's like an underwater long neck. <laughs> so its body is shaped like a turtle. It has four flippers and a little stubby tail. Mm -hmm. But its neck is really long. It has a, a very scary face. Yes. It looks like a, a water snake. But its teeth are on the outside. Yeah. Like really fucked up teeth. They're, they're exposed. And it doesn't have a shell. Nah. So, but its body is shaped like as if it was a shell. A bit like a kind of Loch Ness monstery. Yeah. Vibes, you know. <laughs> Nessie looked a little calmer than this thing. Oh, but the teeth, man. <laughs> it's when they're popping their heads. So they have to, because they're reptiles, they mm -hmm. still have lungs. So they still have to resurface to breathe. Yeah. 
So they're just popping up creepily. It's really creepy. They went really cool. They like pop up straight up out of the water and then just sink back down mm-hmm. to like breathe. Oof. It's cool. <laughs> it's such a cool series. I love it. Really cool. Uh, the next one was The Desert. Mm-hmm. Also, just a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that one. And just watching how the dinosaurs in the desert would struggle to find water and the treks that they would make to survive. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Lots of predators, flying creatures. Unique. Just herbivores. They're making them feathered now. Some of them, yeah. Some of them have fur. Some of them have feathers. Like we're committing to be like, yes, they, they, they had feathers. <laughs> we were wrong. It was Jurassic Park. <laughs> so this, okay, Jurassic Park is total shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fun movies, but dumb science. Mm-hmm. And that was written in the, what, the 80s? Where they knew that they had feathers, but... No, they didn't. They did. No, they didn't. But uh, they didn't want to do that. Because <laughs> no. they thought the, the reptiles looked cooler. Oh, my God. I thought that... Are you talking about Jurassic World? Maybe. That's not what I'm talking about. I don't remember which one. That's I'm what talking I... about when the book came out. Ah. Uh. When Michael Crichton wrote the book. Sometime in the 80s. They had no real idea about feathers. They knew later on in the eons of dinosaurs, what, Jurassic, Triassic, these uh. later ones, they were finding uh, fossilized feathers or mm-hmm. imprints of them. Yep. So they knew eventually they would get feathers. But now it's become more common knowledge. And now it's been 40 years. 40 years. So we've learned a lot more about them. We understand them. Um, There's always been a confusion about dinosaurs, what the bones were for, what they would actually do. There's a lot of, like, we can't figure it. We we can't know what kind of cartilage they would have. Yes. There's no way to preserve that. What colors they would actually have. Yep. So it's a lot of guesswork. You know, you can tell kind of with the series. Like we saw one little creature, one little velociraptor looking guy who clearly they modeled it after a barn owl with the patterns on its, uh, like for feathers and its face. Yeah, it was a velociraptor. Yeah. So they're clearly taking inspiration from current day stuff. There's just no way to know if that was actually accurate back then. Mm-hmm. And yeah, at the beginning, David Attenborough, who narrates it. Mm-hmm tells you that this is the most uh was it up-to-date dinosaur documentation yes and he's right there are things in there that i'm like i don't remember this as a kid is with with the uh so there's a uh what are they called they were like titanus titan yeah titanosaurus yeah it's just a long neck right yes but a theropod yeah, theropod. Theropod. <laughs> but their necks had these like like things that would pop out. They're sauropods. Sauropods. Or like T Rexes, Velociraptors. Yeah, whatever. Their necks had these like like things that would pop out. So like for mating they would stick their neck up as tall as they could, and then they would use the uh, pressure of the breath to pop out these like red bubbles of skin yeah like uh, it's almost like a frog when they they're riveting mm-hmm. you see the sides of their face kind of expanding like that yep yep and they're doing that to display their manliness yeah yeah yeah, yeah. attract their mates and whatever anyways we've been drawing about dinosaurs and i can keep drawing on about how they just found a new one <laughs> uh, i'm yeah. fascinated with them 
this show is awesome. If you love dinosaurs or you love documentaries, it's just so much fun. Even if you just want to learn, it's it's not that hard to understand. Yeah. And they're telling some really like fun stories that you get gripped into. And it's uh, David Attenborough who has a charming voice. Yeah. Very easy to listen to. <laughs> yeah, I mean that last one we watched about the desert made of was it some sort of soft graphite yeah where if the water hit it it would just evaporate Mm -hmm. but it never rained there we don't have deserts like that and it's like whoa yeah that's crazy so i recommend it another thing coming out this week is turn up boy commits tax evasion so last week i talked about it and i was like holy shit it's real it's it's actually out now yeah it uh from screenshots from what i've seen it looks a lot like um like the binding of isaac mm-hmm. like uh so but with a much more cute art style <laughs> so neat i've heard of this i've known about this game for a while i think this is the first time it's available on like console i think <laughs> oh so it's already been released yeah there's a version of it like on steam i don't know if it's the same thing Mm. Or how they tweaked it or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Good for them. They made it. They made it. They did it. It's been a while. It has been. It's Pokemon News! Yeah! Yay! Well, there's only one thing that really reported. True. If you have, uh, what, Shining Diamond and... Brilliant Pearl. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl and Legends of Arceus... You can now connect to Pokemon Home. Yay! It's crazy to think that it it's taken this long for that. Like, they weren't connected to Home yet. That's hard to remember. They probably wanted to make everyone play and build their own teams. And, and then, then yeah. allow them. And then let you cheat. <laughs> and since I've waited so long, I get to cheat. Whee! <laughs> no one likes fighting my Mewtwo. Uh, but we wanted to still talk about Pokemon. Because it's been so long about Pokemon, and we got the ninth gen coming up, and... It's almost video game season. Hell yeah. So we're going to learn more about Scarlet and Violet. I hope so. Man, I've been thinking about it. I had a dream that the the Pidgey of this generation is going to be part psychic type. And I'm going to hold on to this. I want this to be true. Early game psychic type. I think that'd be rad. <laughs> I think we'll get our first official grass fire type. That'd be really cool. Other, yeah, yeah. There hasn't been one, has there? Nope. That'd be really, really cool. Okay, so what we're going to do here is rank our favorite region's main Pokemon. Yes. And I was looking them up. There's so many more. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, like, uh, random, uh, especially spin-off stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to count those. Just mainline Pokemon games. The, the, the eight gens we have currently. Yes. I'm going to go from worst to best. Cool. Yes. So... You want to go? I want to go first with my worst. Yeah, we'll do our, what is there, seven? Uh, eight. Eight, yeah, so number eight. Number eight, me. I'm going to say Unova. Okay. Yeah. I know. <laughs> That's not the right answer. <laughs> do you and want that shouldn't even be that low. I don't, I, I don't like Unova. I don't like the Pokedex. I don't like any of the Pokemon from Unova. I think most of them look bad or have like weird desaturated colors. Uh, the gym leaders, like some of them are unique, but most of them are boring. 
Team Plasma is the coolest aspect of Unova, but it's so story heavy. This is the beginning of stopping to do a million cutscenes, and uh, I'm just not a fan. And I think Black and White 2 especially is bad. Black and White was uh, fine. Black and White 2 is super boring and bad. Okay. Wow. <laughs> um, my number eight, I don't agree with you. I know. My number eight <laughs> is Alola. So this is me taking a poop on it. I'm gonna turn on my light really quick here. Ah! Jesus Christ! <laughs> God. That freak you out? Yes. Okay. Z moves. New gimmick for that generation? Stupid. Unnecessary. Go back to megas. I've been very, very adamant about this. The lack of gems. You tried it. It doesn't work. It's stupid. It's honestly pointless mm -hmm. just bring back the gyms it, it's a better system it's what pokemon is sometimes you gotta stick to the basics ultra beasts they're not pokemon they look nothing like pokemon that's their whole point don't put them in a pokemon game <laughs> put them in another game have another monsters game like what town hero yeah let's do something you can make there are so Just many make pokemon another franchise clones. yeah you don't need to have these super beasts and they made like fucking 20 of them oh i forgot to mention um rotation battles oh rotation battles yep. <laughs> triple battles and rotation battles triple uh, battles are fine but rotation ass <laughs> you can only do a few of them in that game um hold on go ahead yes dialogue so much of it cutscenes you barely get to play. It, um, the yes. story is already stupid, and then you're forced to keep dealing with it. I, I can't stand it. The Pokédex, I get it. You're on an island, so there's a lot of water things. Okay. <laughs> so what? So, Alola's my number seven. And for, I agree for a lot of those reasons. It's way too dialogue heavy. I hate Hop. I hate having this goober drooling down the back of my neck, going, telling me what emotion I'm supposed to feel in the next cutscene I'm in. It's like, wow. You said Hop. Is that not his name? No, How. They're basically the same character. Your rival, How. This is also the beginning of your rival being such a stupid idiot. They pick the starter that's weak to yours. Like, it's already an easy game. You're making it even easier. And I'm supposed to sit there and be like, oh, well, how? You did your best. As he doesn't. He still has, like, three Pokemon in his team, like, uh, right before the Elite Four. <laughs> it's easy, and it's so dialogue. The tutorial takes for fucking ever. It is a terrible tutorial filled with cutscenes. Mm -hmm. It takes so long. It's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> they hold your hand through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And... They killed Pokemon Z and then shoved whatever they could into it, and it does not match. And it's just, and like, I, I, I like the islands. The islands are neat. I like a lot of the Pokemon in Alola. Um, a lot of them are really cool, but I, also, yeah, the lack of gym leaders. Like, I don't know if I can count Nanu as a dark type gym leader, because he's not a gym leader. He's a trial captain or yeah. whatever. It, it was neat. Chieftains? Something like that. It, it was neat. It was unique. Don't do it again, please. <laughs> yeah, one and done. Uh, I don't think that one gets a remake. And oh. if it does, it's a major overhaul. It also, it runs like 
dog shit on the 3DS. <laughs> it does too much. It cannot. It's like two frames a second. <laughs> For something being so not as old as, say, Kanto, right? Mm-hmm. You think that they would could instantly just remake it or just port it over to the Switch. They didn't. Nope. <laughs> My number seven? Sinnoh. Really? Sinnoh. Interesting. Uh, I'm still playing through Brilliant Diamond, as I mentioned earlier. And it's Snores Fest. <laughs> Boring. Even with the remake, it's just ugh, stupid. I don't care about what Galaxy is doing. <laughs> I just want my goddamn Pokeball badges. And they're like, oh, uh, the only way to get to this town is if you run around all the way, make a lot of right turns, go underground, and pop up over here. There is a lot of running back and forth. I forgot. <laughs> if you look at the map, it's just like squares, just like nine squares. And then two routes to shoot up north but in order to get back you have to come back to the squares to go through the squares to get back up yep and it, it stupid system they introduced the fog in there where it's not nearly a problem in the remake yeah but, but i remember oof. in the original that that was just pissing me off you needed like two hm slaves mm -hmm. back then because there were so many stupid hms like you needed now something i probably should have said about alola their starters are shit Incineroar uh, should not be in Smash Bros. I do hate it. Incineroar is my least favorite starter of all time. It is ugly as hell. <laughs> and honestly, take him out and put in uh, Cinderace. Yes! <laughs> uh, so yeah, Sinnoh. I don't care for the story. The Pokemon are somewhat what... I mean, half of them are just third evolutions of Gen 1, 2, and 3 Pokemon. Mm -hmm. There's not many original Pokemon in there. Uh, Palkia, Dialga, and... Uh, Giratina? Giratina. Yeah. Uh, I had a Palkia back in the day. It, it wasn't that great. They also like have terrible designs. They're so over... Yeah, I was going to say, what, what about Palkia tells me that it's a water dragon? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I kind of see the dragon, but I don't see the water thing. Um... Giratina. Giratina's cool. Ghost Dragon. Especially it's different forms. Well, yeah, the, the alternate form where mm -hmm. it's got no legs and it's just kind of this fat caterpillar thing flying around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are some weird legendaries there. Um, again, Mew ripoffs. A lot of legendaries. The Lake Spirits. There's also like, you know, uh, Celestia or whatever it's called. Yeah, the Crescent Moon. Darkrai, Manaphy, Arceus, Shaman. There's a lot of legendaries. Regigigas. <laughs> yeah, Regigigas. A lot of fucking legendaries came from Sinnoh. So yeah, Sinnoh, eh. Um, my, gen my sixth pick is going to be Hoenn. Ho, ho. Okay. Okay, so let me explain myself, because I know this one's a popular one. Let me explain myself. Um... First of all, uh, too much water. There's too much water. There's a lot of water. Way too much water. And surfing is slow in both versions. The old version, it's super slow. Like, it's painfully slow, how, how slow you surf. And there's just too much water. And I, not a lot of, I'm not a fan of many of, of the Hoenn Pokemon. There are some really good ones, but a lot of them feel real lame to me. Mm -hmm. Um... 
some good gym leaders, I'll say. Uh, I like the fact that you can get Aqua or Magma or both, depending on which version you play. But the thing that's really lowering Hoenn down so much on my list is the Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire remakes. They completely ruined those games. They're, they put so many cutscenes. That's the biggest thing. You can't go more than seven feet without running into another stupid person to spin around and spend five years blabbering on some dumb cutscene. And uh, it, it was so infuriating. <laughs> it was, I couldn't even beat the game. And in that one, they hand you the legendaries. It's like, here's Latios. He wants to be your best friend forever. Wow, thanks. Also, here's like a, a shiny Beldum. And here's like this other fucking thing. I don't know. They just give you all these things. And it's so bad. <laughs> and it's so many damn cutscenes. That's the biggest killer. I could not convince myself to finish that one. Because I just hated having to walk into another cutscene. I, I, okay. I'll talk about it when I get there. Okay. <laughs> my, my number six is Unova. I, I like the other regions so much. I actually don't hate Unova. I really enjoy it. I love that it has its own Pokédex. It's based on America. You got some cool wackadoo legendaries in there. You got that one, Kiram, who can, like, infect the others. Yeah. Uh, Reshiram and Zekrom are really cool. Their designs are awesome. I would disagree, but I see why you would say so. <laughs> Zekrom, when he charges up, you see his tail light up like a jet jet engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reshiram's got this beautiful white firebird design to it. Kiram's just a weird thing, but it's supposed to like infect you. That's the whole point. Uh, the starters, not a big Enbor fan. Or uh, Sam Samurai? No. Samurai. Is that the last one? Oshawa, Duat, Samurai. Yeah. yeah, Samurai. Nothing about it evokes Samurai to me, except for the armor on its arms, which would be shoulder pads to a Samurai. I do really hate those starters. All of them. But, <laughs> but I love, I love, um, ser Serpentine? No. Superior. Superior. Hmm. Even it, that name is awesome. Of the three, I do agree it's the coolest. It's a beautiful beast. Uh, not for me. But I'm glad you appreciate it. <laughs> um, you also get the three monkeys. The monkey see, monkey... Wait, can't see, can't hear, can't speak. Mm -hmm. I do like them. <laughs> and they are just like the starters where they're fire, grass, water. Hell yeah. And you get the opposite one of the starter that you got. Mm-hmm. They're really cool. Um, the things you find out in the desert are fun. Sure, yeah. You got aliens in there because they're making fun of American culture. Yeah, yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would say that's my number six. Um, nope, no, wrong one. Fun. Wrong one. You've highlighted the wrong one. There you go. <laughs> my number five is gonna be Galar. Hmm, okay. I, it, again, it's a lot of cutscenes. This one does have Hop, and Hop is just as bad as How. If anything, Hop is more annoying, because he just never shuts up, and then I just feel bad about him at the end. But, uh, lots of cutscenes... But the, the real killer is, it's just a terrible map. There's no exploration. There's a part in the middle where it looks like you could go a different direction. But of course you can't. There's some ugly dude standing in your way telling you you can't go that direction. So you just, there's no exploring. And yeah, they give you the wild area. But even then, the wild area is like a disappointing version of Legends Arceus. Even when the game first came out. 
before Legends Arceus. I was not impressed with the wild area. Not a lot of people were. And, you know, and a lot of the gyms are easy. Especially depending on which version you play. If you play sword, you're getting baby mode. You get the fighting type gym and the rock type gym. Those are easy. <laughs> so my number five is also Galar. Nice. I got a problem with Dynamaxing. I'm going to say it again. Megas, please. It, also, every Dynamax Pokemon looks like ass. There's no good Dynamax. The, well, Dynamaxing's just going big. Gigantamaxing's when they change form. Yeah. And, or you get Potbelly, Charizard, and Retarded Meowth. None of them look good. Eevee looks stupid. None of them look good. No Gigantamax Pokemon look good, except for Butterfree. That is the only exception. I don't like any others. And I disagree. Some of those gems are easy, but fighting the Fairy-type gem is just hell. I never had problems with her. I had problems with Kabu, the fire-type gym. He's pretty tough, which was unique for a fire-type gym. Well, <laughs> I didn't have a problem with him because I chose Inteleon. Uh, there you go. I picked Shruki. <laughs> which the babies, the <laughs> starter babies, yeah. are so cute. No bad starters in no. this generation. And they don't have another typing, so they just stay fire, grass, and water. Mm-hmm. But I think they might be even better for that because they don't have another weakness. Yeah. Um, I will say this one has the added bonus of there's not really an evil team. There's Team Yell running around just being hoodlums, but they're not like being evil. You don't really deal the evil team until the very end, which I do think really painfully interrupts the story. It <laughs> happens during the championship, which is interesting that you go through your championship you gotta stop, and then go fight the bad guys, then come back to the championship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that's when you beat the game. Uh, yeah, the wild area, what a letdown. So boring. And I saw, remember when they first announced that, I'm like, wow, this is really cool. And then I got there, and I was like, this is actually not. Because you just walk over, and you see, like, a million of the same Pokemon, and then you just takes 10 steps into the next section and then it's a million of the next same pokemon it's like come back on another day maybe the weather will be different and it will be a, a different pokemon but probably not yeah <laughs> yeah they did a lot of that yeah okay so number four number four. Oh, you want to delete gallery from our list yep Oof. all right kanto really has like this is the, the point where it's like, it's good. This is the worst of the best. Problem is Kanto is so limited by its limited Pokedex. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, 800 plus more Pokemon that are really cool. And I'm stuck with the same 150 that they insist on dragging into 151. everyone. 151. Get right. That they insist on dragging into everyone else's Pokedex, too. So, um, Bright Sides, Team Rocket, a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Especially if you play Yellow version and you actually get to fight Jesse and James. That's, like, everything. A downside of yellow version, Pikachu sucks. <laughs> uh, the starters, as overdone as they may be, iconic, really fun. Uh, the, the downside with Kanto is playing the original games is so broken. None of the mechanics really work the way they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. like, like, one of the ones, like, I think the Quick Claw or something, it's supposed to make you faster, and instead it just makes you slower. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> There are no held items in Kanto. It must be a move. No, so this is my number four, too. It must be a move, then. Like agility or something, where it does the exact opposite of what its intended purpose is. And they just 
fuck that up. <laughs> but there's a lot of glitches in it. It's an older game. Mm-hmm. You know, the the missing number glitch. Yeah, missing no. Ugh, so, like, hearing about that's a real creepypasta, you know? But it's not a creepypasta, it was a real thing. Mm-hmm. But you could screw up your game doing it. Um, the map is confusing. I would get lost regularly. How? It's like the opposite of Galar. Galar is a straight line, Kanto is endless loops, and, like, figuring out which loop I've gone down as a kid, as a stupid kid who couldn't read, figuring out where it was supposed to go was... So impossible. <laughs> Maybe I'm just dumb. <laughs> well, you choose the routes by the next number, so you start on route one. But I... So you would take route five to get back to four. But I would get confused. I would get lost. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the OG Pokemon, Charizard, Pikachu, Blah, um, Gengar also mm-hmm. in there. Two of my favorites, Machamp and Hypno. Come yeah, from this we learned generation. about Machamp. We're all a little <laughs> disturbed about Machamp. But a lot of Pokemon are also kind of boring. Like Magnemite, Voltorb. Yeah. Hisuian Voltorb, hell yes. <laughs> I love that one for some reason. <laughs> yeah, oh no, I love the legendaries. The birds are awesome. Mm-hmm. Articuno is my favorite. The fact that just out there for you to find. No, it's Zapdos. You don't have to go find any of them. Mine's my favorite is Moltres, personally. Moltres. Moltres. Uh, Moltres. Mew and Mewtwo, uh, really crazy and unique. Mew and Mewtwo are very fun to play with. Like watching Mewtwo, like the movie, the first movie with Mew and Mewtwo. Pokemon the first movie. It's so good. It makes me cry. And it's just beautiful. There's something beautiful about Gen 1 Pokemon. Like, there's this weird, like, anything could happen. And then we saw what their follow-ups were, and we kind of understood ourselves a bit better. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Team Rocket, thoughts? Cool, I like Giovanni. Giovanni? Fun. Yeah. Every time you fight him, his team gets a little stronger, and then he's the 8th gym member, and you're like, oh, no. Uh, and he's also my dad. A corrupt government system? Whoa. Um, should we move on to our th- number three picks? Number three, let's go. My number three, Kalos. God damn it, that was going to be my number three. <laughs> we're too in sync. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to land very differently on this board. Yes, we will. <laughs> Kalos, I so I like Kalos. I re, I tried replaying it again recently. I didn't get too far, but a couple of a p- couple of positives. First of all, Kalos has a ton of really cool Pokemon early game. Like there's a bunch of Pokemon that you can find early on, uh, a bunch of different types, and it's really unique. I also like a lot of Cal um um Kalos Pokemon. Gorgeist, my favorite Pokemon ever, comes from Kalos. I like the gyms. I like uh, the the legendaries. I like the starters. I like a lot of it. Yes? I like the megas. The megas are the coolest ever. Oh my god. I always wondered if we were going to do a fourth evolution, but no. We do a temporary one. Yeah. And we raise their base stats by 100. And it's, and it's great. It's really cool. It is. And changes the Because you can only do one mega evolution per battle. You can't mega evolve your whole team, you know? Yeah, and if you swap that out, it's gone. Uh-huh. But some some mega evolutions look stupid. Manectric, real damn dumb. That is an ugly Pokemon. That's not a that's not a Kalos mega, that's It was a an Oris Mega. Um Oris Mega? 
Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Horus. <laughs> Y'all are fucking nerds. I didn't come up with it. <laughs> uh, Call some, it Gen 3 Remake? Some downsides to Kalos. Oh, uh, okay, so we introduced Fairy. I know, I could go on a whole tirade about Fairy and how I really feel about it. Which is, I actually like it. Personally, I think it's a positive. <laughs> it is. It helped change the game. And it then you're really introducing Megas. Yeah. Kalos was a really big stepping stone. Downsides. Team Flare. Wait. Stupid. Wait. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fairies. There's too fucking many of them. They did go ham. And the ones that you get aren't that great. There's... They... they For introducing, like, a bunch of fairies and changing a bunch of, like, old Pokemon to be mm -hmm. fairies... It's weird that their fairy type gym leader only uses Sylveon. Yeah. Like, I would have expected something more, I suppose. <laughs> it, it's it's weird because they did go back and you have like Azumarill that's now water fairy. Mm -hmm. um, Togepi and its whole line's fairy. Clefairy's whole line now fairy, which makes sense. But I'm so used to being able, oh look a Clefairy, I will I will focus punch it to Oblivion. Oh wait, now it's super strong against my fighting type I'm using. <laughs> and it's nice to have a dragon killer. It is. Because dragons were getting out of hand for a while. <laughs> um, a big downside to it also is they hand you a Lucario. They do. And they hand you the Megastone. The Lucario they hand you is shit. Yeah, and it's weird because you can catch your own Lucario before then. <laughs> I ended up trading and getting this really perfect, a near perfect one. And yeah. then I just killed all his stats. And then use the punching bag, which okay. could be a positive and negative at the same time. Mm -hmm. This is punching bag. You can change how you want their stats to go. You, which you could totally abuse the system. That and way. that's what I did. Yeah. And I created this, this stupidly overpowered Lucario where I would just enter the uh, Pokemon League with just him. And that's how you're grinding? That's how I was grinding to get to level 100. Hell yeah. And every fight I'd go mega and I was able to just use Lucario. And I think I got it down to one hyper potion per all five of them. Damn. That's including the champion. And yeah, I would just go right through them. Um, downsides. Team Flare is stupid. <laughs> yes, the bad guys are dumb. The story is kind of dumb. Lysa Lysander, Lysander. So dumb. Like I, the, uh, the sad thing is his idea is really unique. It's, it's this concept of if the world is not worth saving, why save any of it? But they go about, which is really, really profound, honestly, but they go about it in the dumbest way. <laughs> it makes no sense, yep. especially if you play X version. It makes sense when he's making his giant death laser out of the death Pokemon, but when he's making his giant death laser out of the tree of life, it's like, okay, <laughs> this thematically was not what you guys planned, I can tell. <laughs> Some of the Pokemon designs, the newer ones, are bad. Ah, uh, Klefki. <laughs> Speaking of those fairy types. <laughs> yep. The, uh, the one that's in a ring of... Or is that Gen 7? Which one? It's like a ring of flowers. Wait, yeah, that's Gen 7. That's uh, comfy. Okay. It's that's like a lay. stupid, but I uh, guess I can't count it here. Um, there's also only... They only introduced like 75 new Pokemon. Yep. Total. That's the lowest of any generation ever. And a lot of it was Megas also. Megas don't count. Well, yeah, they padded with Megas. That's the thing. That's why it's so low, because they introduced so many Megas, and they counted those instead. Yeah, again, bring back the Megas. Um, super easy region to play in. Mm-hmm. Not challenging at all. No. 
very railroady. Like, it's like, oh, there's a cave over there? That's unique. No! You cannot go this way. You have to go to the cave and find the cutscene over there. Then you can go to the gym. <laughs> no exploration allowed here. <laughs> yep. It did that. Uh, rollerblades? Uh, unique. Dumb. But, yeah. That was, I hardly ever used it. I was like, I never need to take these shortcuts. Gigantic milestone, though. It's a huge milestone. Being... Not only the first Pokemon game to be released internationally at the same time, uh, with everyone all at once, yep. but also the first time you could choose your skin tone and you could change your clothes. That's really big. That's next level. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. You want to move on to the third one? Uh, that was the third one. That was the third one? Yeah. Oh, so what's your second one? My second one is Sinnoh. Oh, no. <laughs> We're gonna land on this the same way. So go ahead. What's up with Sinnoh with you? I uh, I do like all your problems. I did not agree. I like the fact that you gotta run around the map a lot. I like the Pokedex a lot. A lot of Sinnoh Pokemon are really really cool to me, and I like the fact a lot of old Pokemon got new evolutions or new baby forms. I thought that really like it it expanded things and it made a Pokemon like po I already loved Electabuzz. But now I get to re-love it with its new evolution, Electivire, which is super cool. <laughs> uh, I will give it this, and I know I ranked it really low. Mm -hmm. The uh, the ability to get a Sphinx. A Sphinx? Sphinx? Sphinx. Yeah. Sphinx. <laughs> which is an Electric-type Pokemon with uh, two other evolutions. Yeah, very common. And Luxray is very powerful. And to get to that like right off the bat, mm -hmm. that's crazy. It was really badass. Um, I love the gym leaders. Like, I, I like all the gym leaders. I like all the placements of their types and stuff. Uh, I like the weird lore that the two of the gym leaders are related. One of them is the other one's dad. And that's just, it's a unique little bit of extra. And the fact that Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl didn't change much of anything, I think is a, a bonus. Because I liked the original game so much to begin with. And so not changing it too much for this remake is just, it's exactly what I already loved, but now on a more current console. Uh. Also, I like Team, uh, Team Plasma. I think while, um, dumb, <laughs> a lot of the, a lot of the teams are dumb. All of them are dumb. Team Plasma is also dumb. I think they serve a good enough threat without being too much in the way. Yep. Uh, there's feels like room for exploration, but also room for um, like there's not I'm not feeling railroaded by cutscenes and stuff all the time, so I like Sinnoh. I think it takes too long to grind through it. I will say it took me a long time to like Sinnoh. Sinnoh was my least favorite for a very long time. Yeah, I didn't like it when it first came out. Oh, I hated it, and then I completed the game and did all the like post game stuff, and I kept on playing, and then I was like, wait, I think I may I might do like this game. <laughs> My number two, mm -hmm. without a doubt, is Hoenn. Really? Yeah, you thought it'd be my number one, huh? I did. Because my favorite Pokemon's from Hoenn. Oh, wow. Um, I have a huge soft spot for Hoenn. Uh, the remakes were exactly what I wanted them to be. Um, the Megas, yes, of course, I'm down for that. Um, my boy, my favorite Pokemon, Rayquaza. I literally have a 
statue of him right here next to me. Yeah, a really cool figure of him. I'm planning to get a whole tattoo of him around my arm. Which would be really awesome. <laughs> I, I mean, when I got Emerald, that was my game. I beat it, deleted it, started over again. Emerald is good. It's really good. When it comes to the trilogy, like you get red and blue and yellow. Mm-hmm. Gold and silver and crystal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ruby, sapphire, and emerald. Yes. Emerald is the shining crown. It beats out platinum, too. Yes. Um, Honestly, yeah. They, that was the last time they tried that. Then they started doing, like... Sequels. Sequels mm-hmm. instead. Yeah. And now they've just quit doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, emerald takes the story of Ruby and sapphire and shoves it together. So if you're playing, what... Sapphire, you're deal, dealing with Team Aqua. Mm-hmm. You're playing Ruby, you're dealing with Team Magma. Yep. If you're playing Emerald, you're dealing with both at the same time. Which, I will say... Um, it's a more coherent story. Aqua and Magma, probably the least dumb of the evil teams, because they actually make sense. Yeah, they weren't actually really evil. extremist environmentalists go. Yep. Um, but yeah, the fact that the, the version differences was as extreme as an entirely different evil team was really cool, and I wish they would do something as extreme as that again. Mm-hmm. You know, having two gym leaders be different for Galar is an interesting step, but I, I, I want you to push it more, Game Freak. Uh, another thing about Emerald is because you're battling both of them, you go get the chance to get Kyogre and Groudon. And Rayquaza. You can get Ray Ray and the others, it's but not easy. <laughs> but you have to get the other two and then wait longer, and then Rayquaza will descend into the sky mm-hmm. or from the sky into the ocean, and that's where you fight him. It is, it's intense. I never got that far. It was, <coughs> you never got to the point where you fight him. I uh, never. I was never able to catch him. I tried. I. Oh fuck! It was the surfing. I was so frustrated with the surfing. <laughs> he's a he's a very powerful Pokemon. And I just fell in love with this design right away. I don't blame you. It's near perfect as far as Pokemon designs go. And uh, to see him in Smash Bros. Brawl, he's briefly in there in the story. Yeah. I never knew his body contorts like that. Yeah, he's in a Subspace Emissary yep. as one of the mini-bosses, and how fucking cool! That was my first thing I saw from Subspace Emissary. I went to my cousin's house one time for Christmas, and I walk in through the front door, and there are TVs on the wall, and I turn and I look, and I fucking stop and gasp as my cousin is Fox McCloud fighting a Rayquaza who was, like, serpentining all around him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> even, even Nintendo was like, this is the coolest mascot we've made. And it's, even it's Mega. I, I have no... And his Mega is sexy. I love... If you look at the original Rayquaza... He has these golden yellow circles, lines of circles drawn mm-hmm. on him. Yeah. And when he goes mega, they're no longer on his body. They become like like ribbons. Yeah. And it's... his head gets to have more spikes on it. Um, we watched uh, the Jirachi movie. Not the Jirachi movie. The Deoxys movie. Destiny Deoxys. of Deoxys. Which features Rayquaza heavily. And he's definitely the best part of that movie. <laughs> it's crazy because you see Ray Ray... Actively trying to kill a Pokemon. Yeah, actively trying to kill people. Like, they have to put up a whole shield so he doesn't kill everyone in that city. 
He's not he's, trying to kill the people. He's trying to kill the dioxide. Yeah, but he's not too interested in uh, his um, collateral. <laughs> no, he's not. He's just attacking. And it's awesome. I will, yes. And every time you think he's down, he gets back up and does another hyper beam. Mm-hmm. And just shoots out this golden aurora. It's oh, and it's so heartfelt at the end when the dioxies are there and they're protecting Ash from, like, the cubes. And the Deoxys, they can't hold it back too long. And then Rayquaza, after the Deoxys tried to, like, defend Rayquaza from the cubes, too. Mm-hmm. And then Rayquaza comes in and helps protect them all, because now they all... Ugh, so cute. Precious. Adorable. Bad movie. But great moment. <laughs> it's a fun, like, kaiju battle movie. It's, uh, too slow in the middle. Without a doubt. But good movie. <laughs> the starters are awesome. You got Trico... Torchic. I love Trico. Mudkip. Not a fan of... I like Torchic. I don't like any of the evolutions. And I don't like anything from Mudkip, personally. I love all the Pokemon that they introduced. I can't think of a stupid one. Mm-hmm. Spork? Spo- Spoink? I love Spoink. You have a shiny one? No, and you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have a shiny Spinda, which came from that. Yep. God, love it. There's a lot of good... There, there are good Hoenn Pokemon. Also, this is the first time where they have, where they pseudo-legendaries. At the end, you get, like, Dragonite or, uh, what's Gen 2? Tyranitar? Yep, yep, yep. And that one, you get, uh, Salamence. Yeah. And Metagross. Yes. Which are good. Both of them are really (laughs) powerful Pokemon. Good Pokemon. (laughs) But they have to be powerful because... Look at what you're up against. Mm-hmm. You know, the stakes are high. I will admit, a lot of really good fan-favorite Pokemon come from, like, Gardevoir, mm-hmm. uh, Absol, even, like, Kecleon, which is just unique. What's the, the little gem guy? The little gem guy. Stableye? I love Stableye. Um, <laughs> there's another cool one, uh, Cast Form. I know a lot of people don't like Cast Form, but because you're playing so much with the weather and the elements... Because of Kyogre and Groudon? That was, yes. That was the whole gimmick of adding cast form. That was, uh, the, the thing they introduced was not only, um, you get to pick your gender. Well, Crystal did that. You gotta, the weather is now a thing. Um, ability, like, natures and abilities were introduced. Yep. This was massive abilities. Yep. These are things that are still around today. Holy crap. Abilities changed the game, without a doubt. Um, and then, uh, the other big one was... Uh, double battles. That was huge. Yes. I I want them to, like, incorporate double battles more. That's something that pisses me off about, like, later Pokemon Gens. Is every time a double battle introduces itself, your, like, Hop or How or whatever fucking Toadie is following you around runs up and is like, I will fight with you, and then I have to deal with his stupid double fainting instantly. And I'm like, I have great Pokemon. I don't need you here. <laughs> in the remake of 4, I'm in the... Iron Island Tunnels. Hmm. And I ran into some guy who looks like he should have been from a rock band from 2006. Nice. Anyways, he's doing that same thing where he's running around with me. Oh. Also, they heal your Pokemon, so I'm like, cool. He has a Lucario, and you know what I keep doing? Oh, wait. Is his name Riley? Yeah, I think so. Oh, he's cool. Riley was fun. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's my favorite one. And, of course, we're all the way back to number one. Number one, we agree. Yep. Johto. I did not think you thought Johto was as good. Why do you think I think Johto is so good? 
I think I just thought you thought Hoenn was a little better. Yeah, Jodo's better. Jodo, I love Jodo. It's thanks, Bug. <laughs> it's my favorite game, uh, Heart Gold. My favorite game of all time. I've played it multiple times. I've done a Nuzlocke in it. I love it. Uh, just a great gen. It took everything that was good from Kanto and perfected it. I will say that. That's yeah, really good. Uh, I love it that you can go back to Kanto. Yes. That's two games in one. Mm -hmm. You get a whole other... That would be DLC, and you wouldn't even get that nowadays. Yep. And it's... Oh, so, get out of here, baby. You're going to poke yourself on the corner of the desk. <laughs> Introducing genders. Yep. And eggs. And eggs. And the day-night cycle. And with Crystal, they introduce choosing your gender, which is really cool. <coughs> Sorry. I like the starters. I still have trouble deciding which starter is my favorite, because I love all of them. Uh, which one's your favorite, personally? My favorite Johto starter? Yeah. Totodile. Totodile's so good. I don't know. I did a Nuzlocke with a Chikorita, and it's it, it's too special for me to not pick Chikorita after that, you know? Um. Yeah, it's so... The one thing... Uh, the, uh, one downside, I will say this. Uh, I don't like how many gym leaders don't use Johto Pokemon. A lot of the gym leaders will use Kanto Pokemon. Because the gimmick is the gym leaders are the types that didn't get gym leaders from Kanto. Because I thought this was going to be it. So they use the, the Kanto Pokemon instead. Usually. Uh, other than that, phenomenal. Yeah, no, Johto is awesome. It's a cool add-on. I never thought they were going to do it, but I was just a kid. Pokemon was so successful that they followed up with Johto. And... It feels like Gen 1, but they thought about it a little better. The, the dogs. Yes. That you can run into randomly, anywhere. And you just gotta, you gotta strategize. They don't hand that to you. You gotta strategize. Yep. You gotta get Pokemon with, like, uh, like Arena Trap or some shit. Oh, yeah. Mean look. Mm-hmm. Um, uh. I love that. I was chasing Entei for a whole summer. Yeah. Like, that was literally my whole summer. I was just hunting him. You know, come across him every now and then. And they don't want to work, and I had to let him go. You know, like, I can't. Mm -hmm. And that that was part of a really new, cool challenge to do. Um, Lugia. Weirdly enough, is not a Pokemon made by the Pokemon company? No, but it feels like it. And it had to do with the director of the second movie, 2000. Yeah, he designed he it. Uh. And they thought it was so cool, but he was upset that they did some changes to it. Well, that's fine. It, it, the intention was it's supposed to be like the the mother, like a mother type figure. Yep. And they wanted the male voice for some reason, which, uh, you know, whatever. Sexism. <laughs> it's also supposed to be, what, water type, but they went with psychic? Something like that? Ho-Oh. Uh, Ho-Oh is my second favorite legendary. Of all time? Yes. Damn. Fucking give me rainbow golden bird all day. It's really the fact that in the first episode ever, Ash sees this thing. Mm -hmm. What setup? As a kid, you see that and you think about it, but like they never address it until finally one day you're like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> but it makes sense because Johto's right next to Ho. Mm hmm. Or Kanto. Kanto. Yeah. And I don't know. It's also a lot of the gyms despite using hoen or uh kanto po god damn it despite using a lot of kanto pokemon in the gyms 
<clears throat> the gyms themselves are really good challenges. Except for Bugsy. But the rest of them, really 10 out of 10. The first one you fight is flying. Yep. That's really unique for a first gym. They've never done anything like that again. <laughs> Roxy and her milk tank. Her name is Whitney. Wh- whatever. Uh, her, yeah. That, ugh. A, a killer. Everyone is it's notorious. That, that stupid milk tank. <laughs> so, I think that was good enough for the second part. Yeah. Um. I don't plan on doing these too often. No, we're probably, we're going to not try to split into two parts. Uh, we just want to have fun, and we want to talk about Pokemon regions this time around. <laughs> yeah, which we knew would take another giant, almost half an hour chunk. Mm-hmm. So, tell us if you guys like it, what your favorite Pokemon region is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll be back again with our usual. Our usual sketch. Yep. And... Monday night, Tuesday morning. Yep, 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 yep. So, uh, watch that dinosaur. Yep. Prehistoric planet. Let us know your favorite Pokemon regions. If you see Top Gun Maverick, you can tweet at me, because I'm curious. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Yeah, have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye.